Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Matthew Priest is a partner at Forrester Boyd Accountants in North Lincolnshire. He firmly believes that networking is all about building relationships, and it seems he has quite a good time doing it too. Hi, Matthew. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So tell me a bit about Forrester Boyd, what the company does and what you do for them in particular. So Forrester Boyd is a firm of accountants. We've been in business for, it's our 86th year. It was our 85th year in business last year. Yeah, so yeah, quite a well-established practice. Um, It was our 85th year last year. We had a few celebrations lined up and various bits to do, but obviously COVID soon stopped Mm. and it's not really, felt it wasn't really right to sort of be celebrating our 85th year in business when times were as they were. So all of that got kiboshed. But yes, we've been going for 85 years. We've got offices across Lincolnshire. So we've got Scunthorpe, Grimsby, Louth, Beverly, Hull and Skegness. And um, predominantly we're a, we're a partner-led firm, which means the partners are the key contacts to the clients. And we deal with everything the client needs us to deal with and more, basically. And so what, what's your role within Forrester Boyd? So so I'm a, I'm a partner with the Scunthorpe office. I rose through the ranks. I started at Forrester Boyd when I was, when I left college. So when I was 18 and I'm 35 now. So rose through Forrester Boyd and, and I'm now a partner. So I have a portfolio of clients where I will um, make, first of all, making sure they're complying with everything they should comply but then I will help them with the, I'll help them to save money basically, tax planning and helping them to understand the figures and get a feel for them and help them to save and make more money and then plan all the way through the life of the business and exiting the business and retirement and, and everything like that as well. So it must be a good firm to work for since you've been there for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do tend to have quite a few people who have sort of, got the same longevity as me I think someone's coming up to retirement having started at Forrester Boyd so I think they're look at 50 years or something wow. like that. <laughs> that's, that's good to hear so tell me about what methods you use as a company to to find new new clients um yes yeah, there's a there's a mixed bag really I think you've got to try me in particular, I'm always looking to try new things as well. So I'm always trying to do new things to get new business in. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know about you, Liz, but I often find that a lot of stuff really you sort of try and almost almost a lot of it don't work, and you sort of um, I I don't know. It's it's, it's tough going. You sort of trying mm. trying new things, trying what don't work, but you've still got to persevere and keep doing it and keep getting your face out there as well yeah yeah I think it's is a lot about just kind of keeping your name in front of people isn't it as much as anything yeah so I do the I do the traditional networking so attend a networking 
events. Well, I haven't attended any networking events in a while, but um, so replace that with virtual networking mm-hmm. at the minute. So virtual events, chatting to people at these virtual events. Um, do quite a bit on LinkedIn for networking, trying to put some content out there, trying to comment on other people's content and try and get a bit of uh, momentum that way. I'll also encourage clients to refer us um, because that's a big source of introductions mm-hmm. for clients is, is their existing clients. Um, I'll also encourage sort of staff members, friends, anyone like that to to keep their ears open for any opportunity they hear for anyone looking for an accountant. I'll also look at things locally. If I see any businesses open, I might try and contact them to see if, if they've got an accountant in place. But what what I try and do is I try and... My main thing, I suppose, is, is building up some mutual referrals. So because I've got a big client base, I'm able to refer other contacts into into clients, which works quite well because it's helping the client as well. So if yeah. I'm if I'm sat with a client and a client's needing something and I say, oh, I know someone that can help with that, then that works well for the client and it helps me to get an intro to get an introduction, which then you sort of think the more I can do that and the more I can refer people in, yeah. then they're more likely to refer me. Yeah. As well. So that's what I try to encourage really and and I'm in a, I'm in a great position because I deal with a lot of businesses and a lot of the owner managed businesses which I deal with will often I'll often be their first point of contact for a lot of things because they don't have it in house they don't have anyone business minded to speak to so they'll often pick up the phone and speak to me which is what I encourage mm-hmm. as well really because it like I said it, it helps everyone if I can then refer someone into a client it's it's helping the client. It's helping the person I'm referring into and hopefully it's helping me yeah. as well in the long run to get referrals my way. Yeah, I think it's all about being helpful. So how much networking were you doing prior to lockdown? Uh, lockdown so long ago now, okay. <laughs> um, I suppose not a great deal, maybe one maybe one or two, a, I'd say two a month really, two mm-hmm. events a month would be would be typical of me to to attend and, and what sort of meetings were there that you were going to so the, the business hive was always one i would i would go to um and then that would probably be one a month and then i'd all i'd often get invited to other people's networking events or groups so i i'd attend them sporadically if, if a bank was putting on an event if we put on a, an event which we we used to put on events a couple of times a year. So they would sort of fill in the other networking opportunities, really. Um, but I'd also, I suppose it'd be a bit more as well because a few key contacts, a few um, like business contacts, I'd go out within a bit more of a, a bit of a smaller networking mm-hmm. group. So we might have breakfast, a few of us, um, or some bacon butters and things, <laughs> things like that as well. Yeah, that's what's missing from the online networking, isn't it? Bacon butties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the food, the food, the food and drink. It's not quite. The, it's not quite the same, is it? Just <laughs> <laughs> having it on your own. So, uh, so the uh, the food and drink aside, how have you been finding networking online? I I find it 
I find it all right. The the events I've gone to, they're fairly laid back because you can't you can't have any one to ones with anyone during the networking session. So what I've been doing is the networking online. Obviously, it's just a, a big group, and you sort of chat when you can, say a bit about yourself. But then, what I'll try to do is follow up after that with the, a Zoom chat with people where I think we can maybe help each other, or there's, there's maybe an opportunity for mutual referrals, or maybe some in some cases I'd I don't know enough about the, their business, and I think I could do with knowing a bit more, really. So I'll, I'll often sort of follow up the big networking events with a few one-to-one virtual zoom chats and virtual coffees i think that's probably the most important bit because that that's where you really get to know people isn't it yeah and and that's it because the 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 events as they are virtually you can't have any you can't have any one-to-one time with anyone you can't have a quiet word with anyone you can't sort of really you can't really say a lot can you it's all just sort of um because you're with everyone in Mm. a big group it's all quite generic so yeah, I've I've just had sort of seen it that, and it's and it's a good opportunity as well because actually when you're networking in the in person, you do have the one to one, but you don't have a great chat with people. You don't have a great deal of time to chat with everyone. So I've found this is a good opportunity to have like a good half an hour with someone afterwards, and and really have more of a one to one than what you would have at a networking. Mm. Really. Yeah. So do you think that that will carry on once we can go back to -to face-to-face networking? Do you see yourself having more one-to-ones on Zoom than you would in in a real-life situation? I I think so. It's difficult to know what other people's appetite would be like, but for me it works quite quite well because when when you're meeting people and having that one-to-one and you're getting to know people a bit more... You don't know what'll you don't know what'll come out of it. Some yeah. you, you, sometimes nothing will sometimes nothing will come out of it. Um sometimes a bit might or sometimes a lot might, but for a lot of it, it can be quite a time commitment if you're having to sort of travel about places and meet people and not know what you're gonna get. Whereas a quick half an hour Zoom doesn't really affect your day. Yeah. That much really. Um so I I, I will sort of keep offering the Zoom invites out and the virtual coffees out, um, but it depends on what other people's appetite is like. Yeah. For, uh, I mean, I think people are, are more used to doing things that way now, aren't they? I think before the lockdown, if you suggested a Zoom conversation with people, they'd wonder what you were talking about, half the people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or, you know, something that they hadn't really tried before. But I think now everyone's so used to using it, aren't they? Yeah, and I, so I think... Um, I think people will be open to it if I'm saying if I'm meeting someone in the uh, in the flesh in a, in a networking event and then I'm sort of emailing afterwards and saying oh do you fancy one to one Zoom chat I I think people will probably be okay yeah. probably be receptive to it yeah. um, but we'll and- see I mean, if if someone's lo- if someone is very local then it makes sense to just pop down the road type of thing but. Um, if not, and it's going to cause interruptions, then I think a Zoom chat is a great way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you, you said a little while ago that you, you sort of never really know what's going to come out of a, a networking meeting or, or a one-to-one. What do you think are the best things that have come out of networking for you? I think it would be short-sighted to say, like, a new a new bit of business because 
I mean, ultimately, that's what you're doing it for is to get more business. But it's not as it's not as direct as that. I I don't think for me, it's the best things are the relationships you're building yeah. on there and the ability to meet a contact who who you can refer things to and get referrals back from really and that sort of really building up them business relationships for with people who have got a similar client base to you or and you've got some synergies within your business and you and you can work together on they're the real they're they're sort of the real success stories for me but even if I'm you know I I think with networking and I don't know if it's just accountants but because obviously I don't see as many as many accountants at networking events as as I used to, but when you used to go, it used to be there used to be quite a lot of accountants yeah. there. And and when I used to go, my sort of boss at the time would say, "Have you did you get any business out of it? Have you got any new clients out of it?" And I I say no, I say no, <laughs> no. And in fact, most of what it was was just people trying to sell sell me stuff, basically. When I had no power to actually buy it anyway, <laughs> but. Um, that sort of used to be the perception, I think, which is the wrong perception. I don't mm. know if it was accountants that had that, but it used to be you go into a networking event, you need to pick up a new client. But I never looked at it like that. I looked at it as the the people, the connections you're building up, the relationships yeah. you're building, you're building people's trust. And at the very least, I'm getting I'm getting the brand out. Yeah. Out. I'm making the brand I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting a bit of engagement that way. So that, that was the very least. But then, like I said, to me, it's all about the building connections, and you've just got to, you've just got to stick at it. You've just got to have the longevity, and you've just got yeah. to build the relationships and get to know people more and more, and become trusted with people. Yeah. And then they'll feel, you know, and then you've got to build the trust. Then you've got to, in my case, I always think I've got to build the trust. Then I've got to try and get a bit of business someone else's way first of all. And then they might try me out with something, in which case I need to then make a real good impression. So it's a real long, it's a real long burner I see it as, but it's one of them things to to stick to. So it's not a it's not a quick win, I don't think. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think I think you're absolutely right. I think the way to look at it is um, is about connections and building relationships. It's it's not about selling because that really puts people off anyway doesn't it? if you go yeah, into a room yeah. and try and sell to them nobody wants that yeah and that and that's what and that and when, so whenever i'm at a networking event i i, I don't sell my services at all I, I just go and just have a general chat with people about about whatever about our, our businesses about life in in general i don't i don't say to anyone do you need a new accountant i just go and get to know people and get to know people yeah really and and try and do it that way but um yeah so so that that's the, the, the going back to the the question i <laughs> i do go off topic sometimes but going, <laughs> going back to the question that would be like the real successes building them connections who are able to refer um work to you and who you can refer work back to really yeah yeah so are, are you the only partner that networks or do some of the others do it as well some some of the others do it, so I, I I will take care of a lot of stuff in in Scunthorpe. There's other partners who will attend 
you know, if there's an event in Grimsby, who will attend the events in Grimsby. But it's not every accountant's cup of tea, to be mm. fair. I think it's it's not a lot of people's cup of tea, is it, Net, networking, really? So um, we we sort of leave it to the people who want to who wanna do it, who want to get out and meet new people and who want to do the networking. But in, in Scunthorpe, I would be the main... I would be the main one, the main face, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess though, even if some of the other partners are choosing not to network, you're you're still helping them in a way because you're just getting the name of Forrester Boyd out there. You know, if people don't remember your name, they might remember the name Forrester Boyd, which might uh, be useful for for the other partners. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's like I said, that's how I always look at it the least you're going to get out of a networking event is getting the brand out there a, li- a little bit so even if you don't pick anything up you've got your brand out there it's on like the um, it's on like the guest list and yeah and things like that. So, so you're always doing you're always doing that I think like I said all the other partners will just not be as comfortable networking or have other sources of introductions or have already sort of built up the connections I suppose to an extent where um, to feel like they've got a, a good balance of people to refer to and people to get referrals in from, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's something that you're going to carry on doing then. Yeah, I mean, for me, I I like it. I I, you know, especially when you can get out there and have some actual food, have some food <laughs> as well. <laughs> that is always a bonus. But I, I like um, I like getting out of the office. I like meeting people and especially once you when you do it more and more and you start to become more familiar with people it's it is a lot more enjoyable because you sort of know them on a on a more personal yeah. level and you can just go and have a bit of a a bit of a laugh with people yeah really um whereas when you first go and it's i found it quite pretty daunting really and you sort of stood there with people you don't know and you're having to either sort of interrupt a conversation almost or you're having to just sort of hang by the coffee machine until someone comes over to, <laughs> to talk to you really yeah I know what you mean it is it is much easier once you've got to know a few people who, who are other regular networkers and yeah. um yeah it becomes your 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 extended um social life almost isn't it yeah and, and that's what it's like so you do you do get to know people quite well and you can have like a bit of a a laugh with some people and you and you you genuinely like wanting to wanting to see some people almost who you mm. you're on with and you're thinking oh, I'll get to get to see them and have a bit of a laugh with them. Yeah, and and you genuinely want to help them with their business as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so it's so it is it is good the stage the stage the position I'm at with networking. I I'm enjoying it and I find it good and useful. But like I said, it's not. It's not always been like that. Not when you're first getting into it and you sort of don't know it. You don't know anyone. Um, but as you do it, you just become more and more comfortable with it, don't yeah. you? Yeah, definitely. So just finally then, how can people get in touch with you and Forrester Boyd? Yeah, so um, the web the website is um, www.forresterboyd.co.uk. So if, if people search for us on the web, they'll see us. I, my, my email is always probably the, the best way to contact me, which is m.priest at forrester-boy.co.uk. And I imagine you're on LinkedIn too? 
Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm quite, um, I'm, yeah, you, you probably see me, if you go on LinkedIn and you'll see me, I'm in quite a few posts and quite a bit of engagement with people on there. There's a bit of a standing joke at, in the office that whenever anyone goes on LinkedIn, they just see me and see how I've commented <laughs> on things and, and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for being my guest today. And um, hopefully we'll be able to meet at a real life meeting soon, maybe with a bacon butty. Yeah, no, it's been great. Liz, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Basically. No worries. Take care. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.